0: Thank you for listening to Meet Us in Paris podcast. This is a podcast about all things travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack for your next trip. I'm Emily, and I will be moderating a very hot topic today. But before we get to that, I am with Kristen, Lee, and Zen.
1: Hey. Hey there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) All right, okay. So today, we're going to be addressing the elephant in our virtual recording studio. COVID and the future of travel. Is it safe? How to be safe um, when traveling? And what do we expect to return, or when do we expect to return to our normal lives?
2: Zen, can you add in, um, uh, like... Sound effects, because now would be a good time for like a crying sound or a womp sure. womp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't we
0: have, don't have we our sound effects anymore. Yeah. yeah, we're making our so. own sound effects. It's fine. Wah,
1: wah. Yeah. <laughs> and to make this even more real, guess what? Lee just came back from a trip, cross country trip, and she's going to tell us more about the good, bad, and ugly of your travels. You ready, Lee?
3: I am.
0: I am. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So we will talk more about that right after our break.
1: Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at CE uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. All right, so we got quite a few topics. I think I I want to first hear about what Lee has to say, but then we'll talk about the other topics. So let's let's just jump right in. So Lee, uh, you went to the East Coast. You just came back right
3: i just came back i was i departed on the 10th of july and returned on the 19th and just to put some context to this i was traveling of course from southern california which is technically one of the hot spots uh, in the country and traveling to the northeast particularly spending most of my time in new hampshire and maine which are in the bottom five so i was actually uh Don't tell anybody, but I was supposed to quarantine when I got there. But quarantining with my family may not have been safe either. So you were a bit of an unwelcome visitor over there. (laughs) Had they known
1: you're from California, right?
3: Uh, Well, fortunately Well, my mother is hysterical because she was saying to my sisters before I arrived. She goes, "Well, we can just tell them that she's a member of our family." My sister goes, "She." Is a member? of our <laughs> <family>. <laughs> I think she meant household. Yeah. <laughs> but it was interesting, you know. I had, but we had spent a night in Portland, Maine, and um, I, I booked the hotel rooms. But for the, my sister contacted me uh, and said, you know, you may want to make sure that they're in either her name or my mom's name as residents of New Hampshire, and Maine, because if they saw my California driver's license. Right. I, I could get quite you know, and, and I, I had never thought about that before and certainly not domestically um, but yeah it was, it was interesting. Yeah. I actually do kind of wonder about that because
2: for instance when I moved to New York and when I moved back it took me forever to change my license so I was showing like my California license all the time um, so I wonder like how strict they can be because you can probably easily be like well I live here now I just haven't changed right. this or something. I mean <laughs>
1: Usually there's is, a leeway about a year.
2: Something like that.
1: Yeah, usually there's like a leeway of a year that you can... Like, I moved from to California from Ohio, and then I have a couple friends who did the same. And usually, I mean, you're supposed to do it quicker, but the leeway, if you do it within a year, most people give you kind of a little bit more slack.
2: Well, think about even now with all these things being closed, too. Right. You even, anyways, it's just a random aside.
3: Yeah and I think you know if I was coming maybe from like Utah people may not have noticed but people definitely notice I mean even but pre covid you know when I said I was from California you know they always say oh wow do you see a lot of stars and I'm like not really but oh like stars yeah yeah like
0: Christian I was on the same page
2: I'm like I was like you guys have way Yeah, you guys have a way better view there without all the city
0: lights.
1: People's perceptions of California are not what California actually is. Everyone thinks um, California, including myself before I moved out here, is just like all the women are blonde blue-eyed it's just beaches and it's all los angeles new york i mean los angeles okay, san francisco and there san Diego. is
2: there is some truth to it because i have to tell you one time i was flying from somewhere in the east coast i think it was like dc and the waiting area for the flight to la was so obvious just from who was hanging around that gate the amount of <laughs> plastic surgery of blondes like i was like i don't even need to look at the gate this one's going to la obviously
1: (laughs) it was crazy i think the ones who travel are more stereotypical how's a lot of them who travel are more stereotypical though yeah
2: they're blinged out phones and their acrylic nails Yeah, yeah there's some truth to it i think
1: is that what you look like at the point
2: not even close. <laughs>
1: but okay, Lee, surprising. tell us. Yeah. I want to hear about the masks and the, and the yeah. face shields and the whole story.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and just to add some context, I, I've been I've been flying since the age of six. I've been f- traveling solo since fifteen. So I'm a fairly confident traveler. Um, and as some folks know, I flew on Y two K like. The, one of the first flights out of Boston. So I really, I'm not really much of a worrier. I'd put myself, I'm somewhere in the, the, in the middle of careful and careless. Um, but this mm-hmm. one really made me, made me concerned. So what did I do beforehand? Before my trip, I of course had a mask. I actually had a mask and a spare mask. Um, I did also, you, mess-
2: sorry, I mean, I know we're not really supposed to be utilizing N95 masks, but like For traveling, did you or did you
3: just have like a cloth mask? I have an N95 mask, Mm -hmm. but I've tried wearing it for more than an hour. And I knew I'd have to wear this for upwards of 12 hours from airports and stuff like that. So I opted not to wear that. Um, So I went with a cloth mask, but I also bought a face shield. And let me just tell you, at first I felt like a total door. And I also wore (laughs) capris. I wore capris. I wore a long sleeve shirt and I brought a hoodie. Um, But I got the face shield. And I was just like, okay, I really, maybe I'm taking this too far. No, absolutely best investment ever because Mm. you would be surprised how many grown adults cannot find their noses. Oh, yeah oh i know and if, like and, and i was passing through my my connecting flight was in phoenix which is another hot spot um and i was real now my flight from john santa ana airport yeah. to phoenix <laughs> was completely full as a matter of fact i had a, a delightful um must be wannabe instagram and Influencer next to me because for the hour and five minute flight, she managed to take pictures of herself for about 35 minutes with and without oh the mask, fixing her hair, God. her food mask on and off. I mean, I was astounded at how many pictures she could take just sitting still, and, and she was in the middle. Seat. Um, <laughs> I, oh man, yeah. oh my gosh, I, it was, it was, and I'm, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to do this even longer. Got to Phoenix, Phoenix was, of course, hot, uh, and people in the airport now this is phoenix has been in the news a lot you know a lot for having you know hospitals at capacity and granted not everybody mm. in the airport is local but if i'm in a hot spot i'm going to be safe yeah no no masks i would say at that airport i'd say safely 25 percent did not either have a mask on blatantly or were wearing it incorrectly so around their chin as opposed to covering their mouth and nose. like they're
2: doing it on purpose just to say i have a mask but not yeah. yes now the michael's
3: mass calls indeed um, yes. now my connecting <laughs> flight from Phoenix to Boston was much better that flight was probably 55% capacity and I lucked out because um, I was in a space where it was an exit row and the two exit rows on either side plus in front of me there was 10 seats total there were only two of us because A I was by a bathroom and you, they're leaving more spaces around bathrooms available and B it's where the flight attendant was sitting um, and so I'm like, score. And that was my longer flight. So that was good. The mm-hmm. Boston airport, when I landed, was relatively late at night. It was probably about 1 in the morning. So mm-hmm. I, I can't really judge. I mean, I, I'm surprised people were vertical. Um, yeah. <laughs> my flight back, my return flight on the 19th. Now, at this point, the it, it was really, you know, the country is, of course, really talking about the surge in cases and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I received a notice the day before I was flying out that my flight from Boston to Dallas was overbooked, and could mm-hmm. I re you know change my flight plans? So I'm like, sure. You don't need to tell me that twice, because of course Dallas is a hot spot.
1: Another hot spot, right? Yeah. How
3: were they
2: overbooking in this time? <laughs> like, oh, right? Yeah. Actually,
1: um, Texas, you know they tried it out and they started to reopen early and because they were actually, Texas wasn't doing too poorly, but all they's like, okay, let's start reopening and such. And they're like, Oh my God. And then they just had a huge surge in COVID. And so recently, I think even there's a statewide mandate of wearing masks right now for Texas. And that's a very unTexas thing, you know? So
3: yeah, Houston, um, a yeah. Mask. Houston is an absolute yeah. mask
1: actually i heard they had something like 11 icu beds available right now so i mean it's yeah, it's man. it's a real pro- out of the whole city the whole cities there's only like 11 available so mm-hmm. i mean it's changing day to day but they're in deep they they have a lot of problems
3: yeah so i was flying there and an, an, an overbooked flight was not eager to do that so i changed yeah. my flight to chicago um or that was gonna be my connection flight and I, as i was booking my seats I counted, and there was out of maybe the twelve seats around me, there was only two of us, and so I and that's my longer flight. So I was like, okay, this mm. is great. I feel confident yeah. about this. Get to the airport, check in. As I'm getting in the waiting area, I'm like, this looks a little bit more packed than I thought. Well, yes, the that flight was overbooked, um, and because it with this long flight, um, my. They were giving us, quote, snack packs of a sip of water, a mini water, a thing of cookies and a handy wipe. Um, And then for the entire flight, uh, I'm 10 rows away from where the flight attendants were. For the entire flight, those flight attendants talked the entire time and I could tell you their conversation. They didn't walk up and down the aisles or do anything like that. There's no service. It was super booked, uh, super packed. And uh, yeah, it was Uncomfortable to say the least once again I counted at least three people Who didn't have masks At all um, Was that Why were they curse? even allowed
2: on the plane
3: <laughs> Which yeah, I, I don't right? understand Well, I, I'm wondering if these people are saying that they've got Quote unquote medical issues or things like that
2: There um, is no medical issue That negates wearing a mask Sorry my I, I, mother I, is I, a nurse
3: I completely, Well and, and for me I would be like well then wear a face shield You know because yeah, exactly. after wearing the mask And the face shield they really, you know, the face shield wasn't that bad. And I was wearing it for over 12 hours and it wasn't that bad mm-hmm. um, with glasses on. I mean, my glasses got fogged up and that was it. The connection flight from Chicago to, to Santa Ana um, was probably about 75% full. Um, once again, a little snack bag. And, but those flight attendants were amazing. Um, mm, I would say every nice. 10 minutes at max, they were walking up and down, collecting trash, um, they were definitely, you know, I feel like they had an eye on our safety, but that is one out of three flights. Did you um, so have you how,
2: reported your feedback to the airlines? Oh, yes.
3: Oh, yes. Oh, good.
2: Oh, good.
1: <laughs> so uh, the, how, how were the flight attendants dressed? I mean, were they wearing masks and wearing gloves or how, how were they dressed?
3: They wore masks and gloves, and it seemed like the regular kind of paper masks. Um, I believe I saw one flight attendant, a male attendant, who, like, couldn't find his nose. But for the most part, I think um, they were okay. You know, and, and that's really what I was reminding myself is, like, these folks are flying much more frequently than me. Um, and that was kind of, like, my anchor is if I, I'm really, you know, I have to you know, have faith that they're doing the, the right thing for not only themselves but for us as well. Um, but I would say two out of my four flights were what I would say be COVID acceptable. And two of them, I, they, would have, they would have pissed me off even if it wasn't COVID. I mean, it was just too yeah. full. Um, and, yeah, so that was annoying.
2: Was this an airline? So some airlines have been, like, promising, like, middle seats will be empty or you'll have a certain distance. Did this airline give you any of those, like, promises when you booked?
3: No, and this this airline has been firm um, right from the front, like right from the start that, you know, they're and and they're I I mean, honestly, they're kind of capitalizing on some of the other airlines who are cutting back um, Mm -hmm. because they've just said, you know, we've got to make money. We've got to take care of ourselves and take care of our employees. But I Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like anyone was being taken care of. Uh, How do you take care of
2: your employees when everyone ends up with COVID and we can't (laughs) open up anything
3: again because we're all still spreading it around? I completely agree. Um, (laughs) and it was interesting being in a different part of the country. Now for anyone who doesn't know the, the state motto in New Hampshire is live for your die. Um, Oh yes. (laughs) It's on the license plates and everything. And it it was kind of shocking to go into a restaurant and not everyone's wearing masks or not, not even a restaurant, but a store. Um, and people were blatantly not wearing masks. And it just kind of it was how are there um, like,
0: how like. are there social distancing measures? Like as not wearing masks, but are they like do they have like the stickers on the ground or like kind of enforcing mm. like please stay far away from each other at least? Or is it just like
3: there's no kind of Yes, they've got this no yeah, they've got oversight. the stickers. Oh, wow. Um are wow. sanitized like if you're going into yeah. a grocery store, All they're right. sanitizing things. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. Um, but it was just it was really interesting to see that aspect now their numbers are really mm-hmm. low um so i mean and that's another part but it will be sure. i'm curious to see what it will look like come no october november when flu season starts to pick up because that mm-hmm. is a place oh, they gets old and <laughs> oh, they get heavily impacted sure. by flu. um it was interesting to be in portland maine which is heavily a, a big part of their their um, economy is based on tourism and yeah, there were people sitting outside in, you know, t- you know, different makeshift restaurants and things like that. But it was nothing like the the Portland I've experienced in the past, um, mm-hmm. which was kind of nice because we got some really good meals without having a whole bunch of people around us. The, the <laughs> restaurants were socially did like the restaurant we ate in was socially distanced. But there was one that we went to in Wolfboro, which is a very very historic resort town. It touts itself as the U.S. first summer resort. Um, it was every booth was packed, and one of the servers didn't have i mean her mask was around her chin, the other server's mask she was wearing it, so it's it's a huge it's it's such Touch a and go. Difference. yeah, but for the most part, I mean the stuff that I really wanted, which as people who know me, it's ice cream, ice cream was <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> so great yeah.
2: silver lining, yeah.
1: Wow. Well.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I will say New Hampshire and Maine, um, as far as their beaches are concerned, they are strictly regulating their beaches. So you are Mm. either they're either selling so many. You have to make reservations in advance
0: um, Mm. or you can
3: only go like you can only go for an hour at a time. um, Oh, wow. There is a, a, a public beach my mother goes to that they did they stop letting people in as soon as the the parking lot is half capacity, so they're hmm. ta- like even they're out. So I, as one, on one hand, while I'm saying that they're taking some stuff really loosely, the beaches, mm-hmm. the recreation areas, they're they're pretty hardcore about it. Part of it, I think, is a out of concern because these areas, New Hampshire. Vermont, Maine, they tend to get a lot of people from out of state. Massachusetts was yeah. hit hard with COVID, New York, Connecticut. and so it's mm-hmm. their way of kind of keeping locals safe while mm-hmm. also accepting mm. the tourist money. Um, because it, it seems
2: a little backwards to me, though, because it's really the indoor spaces that are a little bit more risky because of like the circulation of the air and things like Like, at least the beach you can hopefully spread out a little bit more and there's the wind and stuff like that
3: Mm -hmm. there was one restaurant I went to in epping that they were seating more people outside than inside there was hand sanitizer everywhere um and people were were, were, the staff was were all wearing masks they were super considerate I'm even the, the way they were serving the food, I don't know how to say this, but they were keeping their distance. Um, mm. So that was, I mean, so I, I probably ate out maybe four times, not counting ice cream. Um, <laughs> ice cream was a lot more. Uh, but even <laughs> uh, even at one indoor ice cream place, that I, I was really impressed. It was like an ice cream slash candy store. Uh, they had a very strict way of how people could get in and out and how long, you know, and things like that. That was really good. Mm-hmm. But it looks Could different. Like, it it just looks different. Sure. so, so different. A lot fewer people mm-hmm. going out, like um, my my family, my brothers and sisters have young children. uh children's museum is closed. So you mm. know, on a rainy day, everyone's just kind of climbing the walls.
1: That's crazy.
2: What's a rainy day in summer? I can't even imagine.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, and that's <laughs> and that's the thing is I forgot that New England actually has weather. And so, right. I, like, there was a downpour. Yeah, I got stuck in a couple of thunderstorms <laughs> while I was out oh, running. No. And it turns out I'm not made of pure sugar like my mother thought. I did not melt, so. <laughs> 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 that was kind of disappointing. But, I mean, but yeah. people were friendly. I mean, I wouldn't say – I didn't see any incident, like when I was wearing my mask, n- there wasn't any real pushback. Um, mm-hmm. No one looked at me funny. And the only time I wore my face shield was, you know, when I was in the airport and I'm really, really grateful I did. I mean, I would write yeah. like if there's one thing in your pandemic pouch, when you're packing <laughs> your, your bag, keep, a, you know, have a face shield and keep hand, your own hand sanitizer.
2: Did you tell us, sorry, where you got your face shield?
3: I didn't. I got it on Amazon. Um, It arrived super fast, uh, and it was. I got two for like fifteen bucks, and I of course left one with my mom because she's seventy-one, and is cavalier at best. So I'm like, at least put the (laughs) darn face shield on. Yeah, Uh, we did rent a boat. Um, We chartered a boat in Portland for a family event. There was about nineteen of us, um, and most of the people around the marina seemed to be fairly safe as well. But once we were on the boat, uh, most of us took weren't wearing masks. I had one sibling set who did um, for a little while, and then, of course, their kids, they were like, whatever. I had cookies. So yeah. Kids and cookies. <laughs> That's why I'm an aunt. <laughs> but I mean, nice. travel, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a totally different experience. Like, I, I packed a separate sure. mask. You know, it was interesting to think, like, okay, I need to have the mask that I'm wearing and a spare mask because I want to wash my masks more frequently because I'm going mm-hmm. out in an mm-hmm. unfamiliar area. And I wasn't so concerned about me getting sick. I was concerned I would pick something up in an airport and bring it to my family. Um, sure. Right. That's what really made me concerned. Right. So. Wow.
1: As a side note, which is completely off topic, you want to tell us about what you saw in the Chicago airport?
3: Oh. <laughs> That that was okay. Well, I'll back up. I, I'm always, you know, in my travels of going to especially Asian countries, I love vending machines and exploring mm-hmm. what different vending machines are out there. Um, so, you know, I noticed one interesting vending machine in the Logan Airport that was selling PPE and, and that was kind of, that was cool. I'm like, okay, great. People mm-hmm. are taking this seriously. Then my layover in Chicago O'Hare, I see all of these green boxes. And I'm like, okay. And I wasn't wearing my glasses at the time. I'm like, okay, are those big mailboxes or what? <laughs> they are cannabis amnesty boxes. And they are wow. everywhere. <laughs> and um, and it's, they make it really clear that it's not a, a, yeah. a trash thing. I think what it is is if people are flying from areas where you have either medical or recreational marijuana, you can mm-hmm. safely deposit it there because it's not allowed in Chicago or Illinois. Um, right. But cracked me it, up because I'm wondering: is somebody really like dropping their last couple joints in the you know in right. the box? And whoever's cleaning them out, I mean, honestly, like, are they just turning this stuff in, or are they making a profit? I don't know.
0: <laughs> There's some.
2: <laughs> they're making about a profit. That's Chicago. St- Come on,
3: <laughs> I know for
2: sure.
1: So there's some stories about uh, those boxes have gotten broken into a couple times too.
3: Well,
2: so yes. even if oh, it's man. even if so. it's not legal, like in Chicago, you can't even pass through the airport because our airport's supposed to kind of be like neutral territory.
3: I think they're just trying. Like, I'm sure if you're like if I was flying mm-hmm. from Boston to Southern California, I could mm-hmm. keep any sort of stuff on me. But if mm-hmm. I was if yes. my final destination was Chicago. I think it's right. their way of saying even oh, here okay. you don't Got have to yeah. before you
2: enter. I see, I see.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
2: Noted. So
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. accidentally forget, that's you know, sense. your dime But ba- you know you pack your dime bag, don't worry, you can safely get rid of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. So
3: I'm more likely to forget my toothpaste. Like that's the thing. If I'm gonna forget something but anyways, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> not my pro- that's not solving a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right so here, here's the next question is just out of pure just out of guessing where when do you gals think it's going to be safe to safe to fly
0: <sighs>
1: or yeah. forget about safe to fly safe to travel you know anyone have any predictions on this
2: you know i mean when somebody... you say that i mean sorry i mean like people lead just traveled. i mean i guess it's a gamble if it's safe do you mean <clears when throat> you can let go of all these restrictions
1: sure Anything. I
2: don't, <laughs> I don't know.
3: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the safety is – it's so hard to define because I've mm-hmm. i have ended up in the – even before COVID, I mean, I, I would inevitably pick up – and only with domestic flights, knock on wood um, – some sort of weird upper respiratory infection like one out of four trips back you know either going to or coming from back east once I was hospitalized for Mm. one so how safe have they ever really been you know I mean you're always going to have that leaky person who goes decides that they've just got to fly somewhere and you know share the love (laughs) but as far as COVID is concerned I don't know you know I mean I think Mm -hmm. as long as the as long as certain airlines put greed above safety And people are willing to pay. I mean, I'll be honest. I Mm -hmm. chose this flight thinking number one, it would. I didn't think anybody else would be flying right now. That was my bad. Number two, it was (laughs) cheap. I mean, when Mm -hmm. I usually fly back east, I uh, the cheapest ticket I had ever gotten before was four hundred and fifty dollars. I've spent nine hundred dollars flying to you know back east, and this one I got for three hundred. So I thought I got a great deal. Now I've got another week, and let's see how I'm doing. But. (laughs) <laughs>
1: right. Well, you know the the thing is that okay, there's there's this kind of reality of this is that um, I don't want to downplay COVID because of anyone. I'm very very um, respect. I mean, this is something. It's kind of like death, right? You have to be respectful of it. And the thing is that your chances are, you know, it's it's low, but it's not zero. And the problem is, even if it's low, the problem is causing the spread, just it it could exponentially get worse and worse and worse. And that's why I choose to self-contain at our home, is that I'm trying to help reduce the spread so it doesn't even get worse. Yes. Um you know, so that's, that's kind of, it's like if we can stop it or slow it down, that's much better than it can, it can get worse and worse and worse and worse. Um, your chances are low, but you know what? Your chances of getting in a car accident and dying is really low, but I still wear a seatbelt every single time I get out in the car or when I rode motorcycles, I always put on my helmet when I rode a motorcycle, um, when it was optional in Ohio, by the way. And, and the thing is that, um, it's just there's there's things that you can prevent. And if you can, you know, um, travel is one of those things, you know, helps to slow down the spread worldwide. So um, <clears throat> as far as when I'm going to I'm going to give a pure guess next year. It's not the er- at earliest next year, maybe late next year or maybe even 2022. Yeah,
3: that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, before we get this under control.
3: Well, and I think it's interesting. I mean, I've heard a couple of uh, different news sources talk about all of the people who were either buying or renting RVs. And mm-hmm. I've got a friend who who also is from New Hampshire. She's got two small children, including a brand a newborn, and they're driving from from Southern California back to New Hampshire and visiting all of these people with an RV they bought. Now, I've also enjoyed the the stories of people who are unfamiliar with RVs and getting them oh, to those drive are and, Oh no! And all oh yeah! I mean, it's just and, and it, it, I think it always sounds good, but these people really need to watch. I think a couple of National Lampoons videos as <laughs> like, yeah familiar. You're going to be like, yeah, this RV sounds like a great idea, but you're still stuck with your family, right? Right?
1: Right? <laughs> In a smaller space, even smaller space, right? Yeah. They, they so- were talking about. That. Oh, go ahead.
3: No, no, no. It's so that I mean, and I, We've done when I was younger. We did some RV trips from New Hampshire down to Florida, and oh. and one down to to uh, DC and I don't know what my parents were thinking you know I'm confident that my parents probably had 17 kids and only four of us survived (laughs) I'm looking through the pictures
2: just to make sure yeah Yeah. double check that
1: you know they're saying that RV rentals are up over 4,000 percent this year I mean, there and and then also RV sales have gone Ooh. through the roof this year because of oh, this, wow. and so I'm I'm hoping like maybe in two years I'll be able to get a lightly used RV really really cheap.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, lightly used, put- but it might be from these people who are crashing it into drive-throughs and stuff. <laughs>
1: well, not just that. The thing is, like, they get an RV. It's like, oh, this sounds like a great idea. They go out in an RV. Like, they go 300 miles. It's like oh, no, this is not
0: for us. Right, no. right, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> there was a really good article about someone who, um, like a writer wrote about the fact that she rented an RV with her family and she wrote an article that said, here's like the top eight things you need to know if you're going to rent an RV. And, you know, there's something called black water or gray water. And <laughs> stuff in an RV. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are you guys familiar with this?
2: No, yeah. I don't know what it is. Okay. You can tell us.
1: So when you're in an RV the thing is that it has its own uh, water right so there's there's actually a ton of tanks so you have this what's called potable water which you still shouldn't drink but it's the water that comes out of the sink and it's clean water and you refill that from Lots of people will use a garden hose or whatever. But like um Katharina when she uses to talk about the water tanks in the plane, they're often contaminated. But it's the cleanest oh, right. water. Mm-hmm. Now if you wash your hands in a sink Once you wash your hands, it has things like soap or dirt or whatever. That is relatively clean water. So that goes into a holding tank called a gray water tank. And um, then there is another plumbing system. Same thing with a shower. If you use a toilet and it has a flushing toilet system, the toilet system goes into another tank, which is black water. I think black water is the right term. Um, My friend has an RV. I don't. And that is the poopy water. Okay. Mm. So, what people don't know is you, you know, you have to, first of all, you have to fill up an RV with clean water. Mm-hmm. And then, once you fill it up with clean water, you also had to get rid of the gray water. And there's one, a proper way to get rid of gray water. And obviously, there's a way to get rid of black water, um, which they, they actually had um, a national lampoon thing on that. <laughs> I, I think summer, you know, the oh, vacation yeah. ones. <laughs> and um, so the thing is, but lots of people don't realize if you don't know what you're doing, it's very easy to get black water on yourself.
3: Mm. Yeah, and it's the same thing for – yeah, boats experience the same thing and where you can be to disperse your gray water versus your how far you have to be with black water. It's – yeah. It's a, it's a common <laughs> error.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then there's other things like <clears throat> there's electrical systems. There's heating. I mean, it's a small house. So the thing is like you can run a generator at night, but lots of people don't know the generator, I believe – the heating system is partially run off of. There's usually two battery systems: one for the car engine and one for the uh, the living conditions in the in the building. Air conditioner runs off of electricity. And it's possible to run down that battery and have no battery power in there. But you usually have a generator. And so there's all sorts of things you need to know about. But people are like, oh, it's an RV. It's a moving house. And then they just take it out and then realize they don't know anything about an RV. Oh. So um, oh. anyways.
0: Thank you. Thank you for the lesson. I would have never <laughs> know. Oh,
1: there's so much. To, um, I actually been, my good friend owns an RV and it, it it's it's really interesting so yeah. like and actually i what also people don't know is uh gray water and black water will freeze if you're in a cold climate
3: Ooh. <laughs> yeah so
1: we we actually had to go somewhere that went like negative zero below zero with wind chill and we had to keep There's certain additives that you can add to actually all the waters. There's certain things you can add to all the waters to make sure that they don't freeze. So when you return to actually dump the stuff, it's not like a solid block of poop.
0: (laughs) Oh my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who knew, right? I mean, these are things people don't know, but they want to go, they go rent this and they go up somewhere and it all freezes. So simple. Yeah. Yeah. So um so let's just who wants to just talk about where we can go right now
0: (laughs) Um well half the
1: states it feels like you can't go to even forget about europe
0: oh man yeah like international i don't even think i can't even think about that i don't even know Mm -hmm. if anyone will let us in yeah (laughs) and if they do will they let us come back to america i don't know um so, state-wise, I don't even know. My mom and I are trying to figure out... She has, like, a week off next month. And so, she's like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't even know where we can go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, first of all, you can't... All of the UK has banned us. Yeah. I, and certain countries, like I know specifically Taiwan... If you go to Taiwan, you can go to Taiwan. But you... They, the government will watch you. You actually have to sit in a hotel room for two weeks. You have to self quarantine and they mm-hmm. will watch you for two weeks. I think it's a $10,000 fine. Each person who doesn't self quarantine properly.
2: Well, that's like Hawaii too. Hawaii has been finding people who aren't quarantining.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, and then like, there's a bunch of States, like I believe it's New Jersey, New York, and I forget what the last one, Uh New York, New- Connecticut? Connecticut. Maybe it's Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, Yeah. So so there's not a lot of places you can go.
0: Yeah. And then it's tough because even if just traveling within California, like if we were to do like a long weekend trip up the coast or something like that, or to a different city just still within California, I think a lot of places i would hope are starting to close down so mm. it's like you're just being in a different place but st- like nothing's really different does that make sense just like oh, yeah. you can't really Window. go out and do activities you're just like <laughs> paying for however much a night in this new location <laughs> and that's about it
1: yeah you know my my thought is you should just sleep in the guest room with your mom.
0: Change it up. Yeah, <laughs> just <to> change it. <laughs> to camp in the backyard. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what I do with
1: my kid. It's like camp yeah. in the yard, you know? So it, it's it's kind of it's hard to say where you can go see or uh, where, where you feel comfortable or it's even worth the experience. Yeah. There's a couple yeah. of countries yeah. who are offering to ha- take us into so you can live there, though, and work remotely. Oh, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, I think Barbados was one that. of them. They were doing a really yeah. aggressive campaign. <laughs> Estonia right. was like the first one,
2: and then Barbados and someone else followed suit. I can't remember who the other one is, though.
1: So I guess those are some of the places you could go travel to.
0: All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, uh. You
1: know what? Florida's taking everyone.
0: I don't know if they want to go to Florida. <laughs> of
1: course they are. In fact, if you want, you could go to Disneyland. So, I mean, if if you really got to go, I, I guess Florida is always an option.
3: Yeah, and while you're at it, fly through Phoenix or Dallas, and then you get like the COVID like, bingo, <laughs> <laughs> the full experience. Oh, the COVID
0: yeah, and
2: bingo! Check,
1: <laughs> and mm-hmm. check out the cannabis, <laughs>
2: cannabis
1: yeah. boxes and stuff like that. Oh my god, um I think that's like the shortest segment ever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think for me i mean i i have fantasies of like traveling somewhere else you know especially internationally but trying to navigate the time difference for just work like it would that that's the part that's just too much math i mean even yeah. i had to log on to one thing while i was in the east coast that's a three hour difference and i'm like okay wait a second that would be one o- 10 o'clock in california is one i'm like all of a sudden now i'm doing sat problems in my head yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's just not vacation so no. but I, yeah but i you know what i would I don't know. Um, well, we've already talked you out of renting an RV or a boat. Um, and oh, no, I think you, you can
1: still can do that. You just had to be aware before you rent one. That's it.
3: Yeah, you know, and I used to have my once upon a time I had a 1974 Westfalia VW, so the pop up kind. Oh, nice! Little,
2: yeah.
3: Oh, it was a Ooh. lovely like the color green of like Mountain Dew, and I don't mean natural Mountain Dew. I mean like the drink. Um, uh-huh. And it was, it was great because, you know, we, we could sleep four people. It had a sink and a refrigerator and all that and, and get a stove. Um, and I would – and that was perfect because it's – for two people, it's the size of a regular car. So we didn't really worry about getting an RV stuck or anything, um, though we did have to deal with the gray water issue. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would – you know, if you could – and there are places that, you know, rent them out and stuff, that was super fun. I'd do that again my one regret is letting that van go
0: oh
1: i will tell you something that i've been doing this is not vacation by the way but to kind of help with the traveling jones is um i own a rowing machine that i've been using and uh there's something called bit Gym. So it's B-I-T-G-Y-M. And it's a piece of software that you put on your iPad. And you guys have seen something like this, I'm certain. But essentially, you put the iPad on top of your oh. rowing machine. And as you row, the faster you row, it actually takes you on a walking tour through Paris. Ooh. Oh. And so... I
0: feel like you've mentioned this before. <clears throat> a version of this. That yeah. That definitely is fun. <laughs> Sounds fun.
1: And it, it could be used with any... Um, any uh any rowing machine it could be used with any uh what are what are those things called um the walking things that you I forget treadmill, treadmill? yeah <laughs> i'm sorry I, I'm like any um any treadmill or any like um stationary bike you know it doesn't actually have to be attached to it it actually uses the camera to see your movement and the the more movement you show, mm-hmm. the more it knows that you're actually moving, and it actually moves the video quicker. And they have all wow. sorts of national parks. Um, they have all sorts of different cities. I'm currently doing Paris, and then as you go by a site, it actually will have some text boxes on the um, that will tell you about all the locations that you're passing. And it actually, some like the one in Paris, they actually go through the sidewalk. Which is really nice because it gives you the impression of walking down the different sidewalks of Paris. Aww. So um, it's it's not a replacement, but at least it gives me. It, it is actually a lot of fun, and it gives me a lot of the sensation of being somewhere. And then also, the faster you walk, the more you know. And then also, I get exercise, which helps. So
0: yeah, but technology
3: no. is cool.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I, uh, oh my god. So, okay.
3: I'm trying to think right. of anything else in terms of like travel and stuff like that. I mean, I I miss it a lot, um, and I like that idea, of like traveling from home. I mean, or just trying to do an overnight somewhere, like out in like maybe Julian.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, you know,
3: like places like that that are a little more like off. Not as many people are going there. Right. I know, that that'll be my next thing. I'm a, I love I've been hearing
1: things. a lot about. B to bees in the middle of nowhere
3: mm-hmm. are
1: being, you know, you know, like just like it's a single house in the middle of you, you know, nearby Yosemite, and so you get to go stay there for a week, and then you get to, every day you can go for hiking and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. also because of that outdoor aspect, you don't run into as, as many people in your outdoors. That's one of those safer type of travels right now. Sure. So, other than that, jeez. Mm-hmm anyone have any plans to travel
2: it's hard because I think it I don't know it just seems depending on where you go it still feels irresponsible because now Orange County is like overtaking LA in terms of being a hot spot and even though we have not like left at all I mean you don't want to go somewhere that's unprepared for yeah um, to be able to take in people and things like that
1: yeah Uh,
0: all right any last thoughts, last words? This sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth.
3: I'm just hopeful All right, that, like, let's <laughs> just hopeful that, I mean, something good will come out of this. I don't know what it mm-hmm. will be. Like, I'm still mourning the fact that JetBlue is no longer going to be in Long Beach Airport. What? <gasps> right? Oh, that's right. It's so rude. I'm so sad. Did but, you hear but, why? Did you read about that? Because they're consolidated. Like, they're, in my opinion... They're one of the more responsible airlines. They're still Mm -hmm. blocking off middle seats and restricting that. But because that costs them money, they're consolidating their routes and focusing on L.A. versus Long Beach.
2: Well, I Um, read that they've been begging Long Beach to make an international, like a customs unit for them to be able to be international from Long Beach. And Long Beach refused to do it. So they said, fine, we'll just go to L.A.
3: Now they yeah. and they've also partnered with American Airlines. So American Airlines oh. accepts the fact that they were weak in the north, like in the East Coast, and mm-hmm. there's a and. Northwest, uh, not Northwest. Wow, that was a flashback. JetBlue <laughs> has a lot of flights from Boston, New York, DC, mm. all those things. Mm-hmm. So the two of while I was home, it was announced that they were merging on that. So Americans hoping to capitalize. I just hope that 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 the beauty that is JetBlue, and I will be clear, I get no kickbacks from them or anything. <laughs> that is my favorite domestic flying experience. So I'm hoping it's that that gives some reality yeah. and humanity mm. to. My to American Airlines, my worst nightmare, and I, I'm afraid to say this out loud, is that JetBlue becomes more like American. Um, and then that mm-hmm. one's ruined it for everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that oh, was, I mean, yeah. so I'm hoping, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna miss um, maybe, maybe JetBlue will finally come to Santa Ana Airport. I don't know. Um, that would be, no, you that be really great JetBlue yeah.
1: that much, huh?
0: Oh.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: JetBlue's awesome. Well, my problem never is that I don't oh. fly those ones because I do so many international flights that I have all the like loyalty accounts with the bigger airlines, mm. which yeah, is a shame too. because I do love like Southwest and JetBlue. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, when I travel domestically, I try to f- use Southwest, and then yeah. um, internationally, it's just whatever is inexpensive in general. But you know, usually mm-hmm. it ends up being like a United or something like that, mm-hmm. right? But, which is not ideal, but not bad. Sure. But it's interesting to hear about the JetBlue. I have to try it. It's just also the JetBlue for from where I live. It's it's a. Thirty-five minute drive or forty-minute drive. It could be an hour, depend, you know. And and it's so convenient to go to Southwest, which is just ten minutes away. So,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Now, once you've, I mean, JetBlue. I mean, okay. So here's my bias. Number one, it was a direct flight from Long Beach to to Boston, which is wonderful. Yes, then my lucky, that's lucky I've flown that to too. Off. So, oh. good. and they have Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Which it was was such a a great, like, it was my warm up to, like, okay, there's more home on the way. Um, And they have unlimited snacks. Unlimited snacks. (laughs) <laughs> as much as you want with a variety. And it's not just peanuts and pretzels. It was like pop chips and cooked chocolate chips Yeah. And that's much, so true. I forgot. Yeah. And as much as you want. And I will eat my weight and snacks on that six hour flight. I will. I, I will. I've got no shame. And they don't shame you about it. And if you want another full, they give you a whole can of soda. They don't give you like a, sh- a shot glass. I mean, it's a just a little, little, yeah. Things. It's, yeah. That's the beauty of, of JetBlue, and you know they were one of the first ones where you could have the in flight entertainment. I mean, granted, now it's it's yes. kind of remedial, but um, but mm-hmm. man, you just I I always felt like I was treated like a human. Yeah. So hmm. so yeah, JetBlue, please teach please teach American <laughs> how to do it right. Give a
0: lesson, yeah, right. Uh, that's what I'm that I uh, hope. Yes, and that's that's a good place to end. I think that. JetBlue is amazing. (laughs) 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 Everyone
2: else needs to take their cues from them.
0: I know. Yeah. All right. So, sounds like we've got all of our last thoughts out. Clearly, lots of love for JetBlue. Um, That is all the time we have for today. And if you want more travel fodder for when we can travel or where we can travel, then check out our Facebook or Instagram pages. And you can see our past photos from around the world and interesting articles and so much more.
1: And Mita Paris is a, a, is a University of California, Irvine, of continuing education production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu once again, ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. And thanks again, everybody for turning in. We'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Bye.